0: Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan?
1: Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut
0: the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should.
1: With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much
0: more in you. Hello, I cannot come off that episode intro <laughs> without ding, like doing jazz hands.
1: Oh, I yeah. thought you were doing hello, it's me.
0: <laughs> oh no, that would have been iconic why don't you do it for us no we gotta pay royalties <laughs> no so, you're right candace <laughs> hey congrats we made it to episode 10 in Whoa! season five we're Hello. almost done
1: we're almost done with the whole season we're <laughs> compared consistent. to last one. yeah <laughs> Look but at us. we're not we're only a fourth of the way through if you don't know this i'm gonna spill the beans today we are slated to have for you in season five 40 episodes you heard me right 40 40 40. so if you're like yeah is this gonna be another 13 episodes is this are we are we rounding out to the season finale no we are not we are ramping up we are only a fourth of the way through and we've got so much in store this season and we just knew that we had to do it and do it large and in charge so here we are large and in charge but also mini (laughs)
0: and mighty so Ooh, that took a minute, mini, mini and mighty. Yes. We're doing these mini series and this is episode 10 and we're rounding out our mini series on leadership and yes. I'm excited about that. And you're going to die over what our next mini series is on because oh, we just keep oh. running and mighty and mini and big and bold and we're doing all the things. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. You, Candace. Are you ready? Oh,
1: I'm so ready. I love questions.
0: Let's go. And I, and everybody listening also answer
1: this question. Do, do you it. have
0: opinions
1: hmm. just in general wow we were stopping there is that yeah, the question that, mark? that's literally do you the have
0: question. opinions question mark yep do you have opinions uh yeah yeah okay I you think. are a leader
1: congratulations oh, <laughs> did i win something you well, win like
0: you something you win some major respect points sometimes i'll tell my kids to clean their room and and they're like what do i get like allowance do i get tickets for me like so i can play video games and i'm like you just get respect points and
1: they're like ah that's not a real prize prize. but it is okay the older i get that is a real prize let me tell you let (laughs) me tell you you get your kids in junior high respect points mean everything telling you What's that dancing movie? Um,
0: that's oh, like so you're more...
1: thinking of like West Side break Story? dance. Like people that are <laughs> like, like just go ahead and we're going to have a dance-off or a rap battle. That kind of respect. Now that enough. I can get behind.
0: I'm imagining you doing a West Side Story dance-off. When you're da-da, a jet, da-da, you're a Yeah, I see da-da. it. Really displaying your leadership.
1: Candace. Candice. Anyways. I know people can't see this, but my shoulders have not stopped moving. <laughs> still in rhythm and time, and I only miss. And I have snack.
0: such respect for you.
1: <laughs> now I do feel like your kids. That sucks.
0: Res- <laughs> respect points suck. Respect. No, it's a thing. Okay, so let me reel it in, but I'm still laughing about the dance off. Um, if anybody respect wants to points. do a dance off and get some respect points, holler at your girls but let's do this okay so leadership biblically i don't know how to reel this in but we're trying is defined as uh someone with an opinion someone that guides and somebody that governs so Mm -hmm. i am here after we got through that five minutes of mass chaos i'm here to tell you today that you all are leaders you all have an opinion you all can guide yourself, or somebody else, or both, and you all uh, govern over a certain area and a sphere of influence. So now that that's out of the way, and you all know your leaders, we are sure. actually talking about how a leader should read the
1: room. Oh, I love. <laughs> yes, uh, I am ready for this, Jenny. I'm going to be honest with you. I brought this idea because of a TikTok I posted a while back and mm-hmm. let me just be honest. It came from a Bible verse. So if people think that this is a Candace quote or a Candace thought, I just want to put it out there right at the top of the hour and we're not going to go an hour. We're going to go less than that, but right at the top dancing. of the show it's found in Romans 12. I am reading from the passage translation. It's verse 16. If you want to look at it in your own Translation that you'd like to choose. But I just really love paraphrase this paraphrase. Translation. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I love the paraphrase. It says live happily together in a spirit of harmony and be as mindful of another's worth as you are your own. Now, we could just stop there and camp on that for like 50 episodes because there's <laughs> something beautiful as a leader that when you walk into a room, you immediately are mindful of other people's worth. Like you're not thinking when you go into a room, here's the value that I add to the conversation. Here's the value that oh you're waiting on me for my opinion. Awesome. You're waiting. oh, they must be all hoping that I'm bringing something incredible to this moment. And the reality is is a good leader knows how to read the room and see the people in the room, not just see them, but give them the equal worth as you give yourself know that they can bring something valuable in that room. Okay. But let that's not all. Oh yeah. That's not all. And so keep going. Don't live with a lofty mindset thinking you are too important to serve others,
0: Mm. but
1: be willing to do menial tasks and identify with those who are humble minded. Mm -hmm. I said minded and I meant it. That's how important it is. It's minded, but minded don't be (laughs) smug or even think for a moment that you know it all. And this is today's episode, Jenny. This is, yes, you are a leader just by the definition that Jenny gave us here at the beginning. You have opinions? Cool. You're a leader. But now you need to know how to read a room. And how to lead well. Come on. Come on. I will tell you the greatest way To suck your own joy out of your experiences in a group meeting is to think you're the only one that's important in the room. Mm, Yes, (laughs)
0: ma'am. This whole conversation. Okay. This is going to like out me a little bit, but have you ever seen the show? Have you seen the show Married at First Sight? (laughs) Have you seen it? Mm -hmm, Have you seen it? mm -hmm, Yeah. She's mm -hmm. laughing. You all know. Yeah. There was this one. There was this one scene so married up for sight you get paired up you get married with a stranger and then you try to make it work um, okay so by the committed. way the fact
1: that you're saying that so casual shows the decline of our society the fact that you're like <laughs> so here's just the premise you just meet somebody outside and you marry them okay good now we're golden going on now Moving carry forward.
0: on yeah this is entertainment at its finest <laughs> obviously so there was this this couple that got paired up <sighs> and they were on the honeymoon and there were like maybe five couples all together on this honeymoon and they were meeting each other oh gosh two days three days oh my god! so they're all just figuring each other out so they're doing like a group meeting in the morning or maybe it's at night they're meeting for a group dinner just to be like how's your marriage going what are you doing (laughs) and this one couple comes late and they did not read the room they come in and they're like oh my gosh so much fun like just loving life oh no. meanwhile 10 minutes prior oh, one no. of the couples announced that the the man just found out he got another woman pregnant
1: <gasps> before they and came now to the he's show married. yeah oh. and now he's married oh so they come in all happy and they're like we just love this experience we're so yeah. in love and aren't you in love too and they're like can you not and see all- our faces There is drama." They didn't read the
0: room and the four other couples were like trying to counsel them and like, what are you going to do? And like, it was like this serious dramatic moment of like, how are we going to, how are we going to get through this? We're with you. We're going to figure it out. And then this couple does not read the room comes in like, and because of their lack of not reading the room, Uh -uh. Uh -uh. basically all hell broke loose, like literally. And it was quite a show. And when you were describing that Bible verse, I just was laughing because I'm like, (laughs) how many times do you see a situation or are you in a situation where you're like, man, just read the room. Like,
1: right, right. Get over yourself
0: and look look at the people around Mm -hmm. you, like pause for a second Mm -hmm. and notice what is actually going on. It's not the majority of the time. It's not about you at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? That verse just it it slaps me across the face in such a good way. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like if you ever feel like, oh, God's given me such a a position of influence and I get the opportunity, like I could even frame it in really, really fancy, fun, gratitude words. Like I get the opportunity of, of doing this. Like I love some of the leadership stuff that I hear in my church culture. Like one of the things they say amongst themselves at the staff at my church is, we don't have to do this. We get to do this. Yeah. And I I love that. I'm like, okay, you're right. That's a great perspective. I get to do this, right? But even mm-hmm. if I frame it in all these gratitude phrases and words and things that make me feel as though I'm I'm in love with leading, you cannot skip this step. And which is why this is the final one of the fifth on all these things is that you are not the most important thing walking around this planet. The world does not re- revolve around you. And even the most gifted and talented leaders that I've known, they garnish more respect in my eyes when they are more humble mm-hmm. and when they serve other people and when they don't expect the accolades and the service around them to revolve around their needs yeah. and their wants. I, I will say this, you, you talk about one reality show. I'm going to bring this up. If you've ever watched a singing talent competition show i say this out loud to the tv every time i'm watching i say america votes out the arrogance first mm. and it's always true i don't care how talented they are or how gifted they are they may not even make it to the place where america gets a vote because their arrogance stands before them and people vote that out so quick it's mm-hmm. you can you can have all the talents of an incredible leader you can have all of the the skills that people need and want and they may even applaud you but when it comes down to it arrogance will destroy your leadership it will yeah, it will 100%. literally destroy any chance of you leading with longevity and sustainability yeah. And if you don't know this by now, read the
0: room, (laughs) read the room. You can't, you can't fake humility or low, like coming in low or (laughs) so I have this example. I thought of our dear friend, Jaron Myers. I don't know if I publicly shared this, but he got, so he's a comedian. We had him on our show before. He's hilarious. He's a comedian, but he's
1: a bestie of mine. He's like literally one of my best friends. I love him so One of
0: Candice's best friends. She would be so proud of what I'm about to share. So He gets booked out to do these events and go. And one of the events he was going to was one of my friend's churches. So my friend has a church. They brought him in to do comedy and he was hilarious. Everyone loved him. But what she said, because I was like, how'd it go? And she's like, you know what? The one thing she said first was he offered to stay and clean up the room. Mm. And he is in a very public place of influence yeah, he went in low and he noticed the needs around him and he's like, hey, do you guys, because it was their leadership event night and they were trying to honor the leaders. And he was like, hey, I can take some of this off your back. Can I help you? And wow. even even saying that and seeing that and noticing the need and providing a service outside of what you're brought in for speaks volumes because that is what she took away he is a humble servant-hearted person and i think when we think he will um, never let us
1: live this down he He is going to keep this sound by and use it against us and put it over our heads for the rest of our life (laughs) he's like why are all the churches expecting me to clean up (laughs) (laughs) put it in his (laughs) rider Here's not what you can bring me. Here's how, here's what I'm bringing you.
0: Here's oh, what I'm bringing I, I will lift the chairs, but it's true. <laughs> and I had this other mentor in yeah. ministry. and We can apply this all to our own lives, but when he found himself being like, I deserve to be here or I'm a big deal, he would literally mm. leave where he was and he would go scrub the toilets wherever he was and talk about like a, a gross position to be in typically. Right. Cause toilets aren't glamorous Uh, it really brings you down to the reality of the situation. There are tasks, there are things, there are people that need service and I get Mm -hmm. to be a part of that and it doesn't matter what it looks like. You just show up for it.
1: I had a youth minister that would say this quote often and I never understood it until I got younger or older rather until I got younger. (laughs) Like (laughs) (laughs) Benjamin Button?
0: How did you get younger?
1: (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Well, let me tell you my secret. No, um, I didn't understand it until I got older. But he would always say, the moment that you think that you're humble is the moment you're not. And I would be like, huh? Well, I'm kind of humble, so. (laughs) And then I'd realize, what are we talking about? But then it, it hit me. It's like, the moment you think you get it is the moment that you actually have lost it. If you ever feel like you've arrived in your humility, try again. Because there's always an opportunity to serve. There's Mm -hmm. always an opportunity to walk in, read the room, and see the people around you and know that they bring value. There's always, you've never arrived with humility. Just know that going in. Mm -hmm. You will never see the end of that and go, oh, this is it. This is what humility looks like. No, because there's always opportunity to be more humble. And good leaders like Jaron. We'll just go ahead and give you this episode, Jaron Myers. We're going to give it to you. Good leaders like that, they do see the room. They do see the needs and they do meet those needs and fulfill them. But I will also say this too. One thing I love about specifically what this this passage says, it, it says don't live with a lofty mindset, but then it also says, if you go further down, identify those who are humble minded. So it's very clear talking about the way that you think is going to govern the way that you lead yourself in a room and lead the room as well. And then eventually read the room. So you can't go in and say, everybody's here to meet my needs. Everybody's here to make me um, give them some wisdom or some value. Everybody's here to expect something from me. Which, by the way, if you've ever been in that position, I I don't think a lot of people have on a level that's really chaotic and crazy, but some people may have experienced this. I know I have um, at the height of like Chewbacca mom stuff, but here's, what's exhausting about that is when you walk in a room and you feel like you're just completely giving all the time and pouring out, you will get empty so fast when the expectation is I'm the one that has to give everything here. Isn't mm-hmm. that isn't that just dry feeling? Like, don't you come away with that with no renewal, no refreshment? You feel as though, I have to come in here and give again. They expect of me. It, it it changes your relationships with people when you are feeling as though all that you are is a commodity for mm-hmm. your leadership. And some of some of our listeners may really understand what that feels like. I don't know. Let's simplify it down to this. Maybe moms can identify. Why are we the ones that only and always have to plan every stinking meal? you see what I'm saying? Why do I have to yeah. lead the menu planning at my house? <laughs> can somebody else do that? Yes. There are other people that can know how to cook, know how to come up with ideas of what to grocery shop and get. As a matter of fact, the moment that we started implementing the change of our kids get one meal a week that they're responsible for the entire family, it changed the dynamic of my my feeling of being overwhelmed and leading in that decision always and always feeling tired by it
0: to now mm-hmm.
1: sitting back and watching the creativity of my kids and getting to lead in a different way mom where's where's the measuring cup mom how do i do this part well well now i'm not leading the task of putting everything together to be consumed by people and just digested and crapped out i know that sounds gross but seriously now i'm leading people in a way to teach them a the skill so that they can do it for themselves Well, you're bringing, yeah, I gave them value in doing the task with me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And, and I love that you brought that up because this is what I want to touch on too. And that's a great model of that is a part of reading the room is also seeing the potential of people, right? And you being able to delegate a task as a mom or uh, whatever area we're in is seeing the potential and saying, you know, what? I know, I know you can make a dinner once a week. I know you're creative. I know you can figure it out. I don't care if it's sandwiches and you're delegating that task and you're giving them permission to step in and take ownership of that and then lead in their own way. And whether it's leadership in business or if you manage teams or in your household, it's like seeing the potential of people That's literally one of my greatest prayers. Like I just want to see the potential of people I'm around and I want to either A, encourage them in it or B, position them up into what God has called them to be. And I think God can give us eyes to see that for people we interact with. And even if it's just a quick passing by, like, oh my gosh, I love that outfit you coordinated, whatever. Or if it's more like one-on-one relationally pulling that out of them and like building them into what God has for them is huge, and that's a key
1: component to leadership. I think it's absolute and it's vital. I think yeah. many people spend their wills doing the same thing in same occupation, same task, same form of leadership, and never advance because they don't read the room, because they don't see potential in others, because they don't put worth on other people's opinions or or their value or their skill set. And I think that just generalizing even our age, if I can just do that, the older you grow, I think there becomes this urgency to see whatever I have in me needs to be given away, needs to be given to this next generation needs. Like I'm at a point in my life. I don't have the luxury of building anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I know that I'm still building some things. But when I look at the longevity of what's going on in my leadership and my sphere of influence, I'm passing along bricks and I'm having other people build things that I'll never see the end of. And I'm just saying, where's the assembly line? Let me teach you what I know and let's go. Yeah. And I feel like you can't do that if you're still expecting yourself to be served. You know what I mean? I could just sit right. out there by the side of the road and say, bring me a drink while I watch you all. while i bark out orders Mm -hmm. right but there is a lackluster leadership that will develop and you will lose the love of those who follow and you will lose respect of those who follow you as well
0: no respect points None. (laughs) none
1: everything comes back to this dance and rap battle respect points you've
0: earned them it's Absolutely. so, true. it's so true. And as leaders too, oftentimes God will give mm. us a vision to carry in X, Y, Z, whatever that looks like. Mm. And as a carrier of vision, part of that is raising up people who can do that job because it's not just in a one man mm. job, right? So vision and family, you have core values, you have key thing key character traits you want, yeah. built into your household, you're carrying that vision, but you're also delegating to get that stuff done. Like, okay, we're yeah. working on, if you're delegating meals once a week, we do that as well. Not as successfully as it sounds like you do. Cause I just take the lazy lady route and I'll be like, I'll do it myself. But <laughs> Hey, we have bagel bites and pizza rolls Ooh, sometimes. Bye, <laughs> but if you're, if you're like, actually delegating the meals right because that's the culture mm-hmm. of what you're trying to do in your home and like right. get, get the job done teaching you're teaching responsibility now you're building up this key character trait in your kids because you you're reading the room and you're seeing the potential in them okay you're more you're more than just a video gamer like take some responsibility for the things you've been given and i think it's such such a great place to be uh, as parents and leaders mm. vital
1: Well, and I know that we hardly base episodes on just really one passage that we kind of tear apart and pull apart. And this is a little bit different for our listeners, but I really want to finish strong with this idea right here at the end of what the passage says. It says, do not be smug or even think for a moment that you know it all. And if you are able to walk into a room and say, what can I learn in this moment instead of what can I teach in this moment? That is a mark of an incredible leader. And I will tell you all day long that you are able and capable of learning something new today. That don't think for one second that you've arrived and learned it all. At all. My son, this morning, before we even did this podcast, was helping me replace some batteries and some stupid thing that makes noise and I'm pretty sure I hate. But... (laughs) He said to me, mom, what are you trying to do? Because my eyesight needs light now. Like I need light sources to be bright, to be able to see stuff. (laughs) Nobody told me about that, but welcome. And I couldn't figure out which one was negative or positive side. And he just looked at me and he goes, mom, 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 stop, stop. What you do is you find the spring and then you put the negative side attached to the spring always. And I was like, that doesn't work in every situation. And he goes, yeah. He went and started like unpacking all these batteries from all these remotes <laughs> and showing me look, negative, negative goes with the spring. And I'm like, I've lived 43 years of my life. And today I learned the most helpful tip <laughs> that I could ever use. So I don't need a light source. I, I just need to see that spring. And I know which way these batteries are going to go. And I learned it from a 12 year old kid. Yeah. This is where I'm saying you learn, always be learning and never think that you have 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 arrived, and that you know it all. You, you can, can always learn that.
0: you can always learn, and a piece of learning too is coming in humble and even asking the question, "How can I help?" Mm. Right? And now mm. you're really now you're really Do you really want to know the answer to that? Because people will tell you how you can help. Whether they're not in at a all, sometimes what you're hoping, yeah. Whether they're <laughs> in a season of suffering or. Yep whatever it looks like for each individual situation. But those two questions, what can I learn in this situation? What can I learn in this room? And Mm. how can I help? will really set you up for pivotal leadership opportunities where you can actually display that godly character that the Lord is building in you. And then you can have a dance off.
1: I'm telling you, this feels very full circle closing out this mini series because, you know, our first ones that we did on leadership were about being smarter and knowing more. And Mm
0: -hmm. the reality
1: is, is that humility lends itself to learning. And so to round out this entire mini series on leadership and influence, it feels full circle to say you want to be a better leader. You want to have more influence in your life, whether it's public, private, whatever, all the things Mm -hmm. It's good. It comes down to how teachable are you? How moldable are you? Or are you just an arrogant pile of sturdy rock that rocks into a room and says, hey, <laughs> my way or the highway? I've arrived. Listen to me. <laughs> how far will that get you, folks? I, I can pretty much tell you for my, for my own personal experience, it hadn't gotten me very far at all. And it only started opening doors and seeing success and seeing influence and seeing platform the moment that I said I have to go lower. And I have to, I have to learn. I've got so much more to learn.
0: Yeah. It's a humbling place to be.
1: Right. The moment you're humble, you, you're not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys. Sit with that for a couple minutes. We love you yeah. all. We're excited for our next mini series. So be sure to join in next week. If you want to find out more about our show, go to shuttheshouldup.com. Follow us on all the socials. And until next week, embrace the freedom to kick your should out the door. If you've been inspired to stop shooting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars.
1: If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.